0: 听鸟儿的欢鸣今天我们将会听到德国神学家 狄特里希·潘霍华的一句话 中国南北朝文学家 Daily
1: quote。
0: Silence in the face of evil is itself evil Dietrich Bonhoeffer 面对邪恶时保持沉默这种沉默本身就是邪恶 狄特里希·潘霍华出生于1906年 迪特里希潘霍华。是德国信义宗牧师,任信教会的创始人之一, 1943年 3月被拘捕 最后在二次大战结束前于1945年4月9日被绞死, 9日被绞死 Silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. 面对血恶是保持沉默,这种沉默本身就是血恶。Dietrich Hanwha.
1: More to read. 闭上眼,进行明天。Poem
0: of the Day To the Cicada by Yu Shunan Though rising high, you drink but dew, Yet your voice flows from sparse plain trees. Far and wide, there's none but hears you, You need no wings of autumn breeze. 我们刚才听到的这首诗歌 the Ciccada》他是陈朝太子忠树子于立之子享年八十一岁 这首永悟诗通过对禅的居所、姿态、习性、鸣叫声的描写,赞颂了禅的清高风雅和不同凡响的品德。Tong To the Cicada by Yu Shunan Though rising high, you drink but dew Yet your voice flows from sparse plain trees Far and wide, there's none but hears you You need no wings of autumn breeze
1: 可能永远无法解释 這段話出自費利普·肯尼柯特的浮吊,巴赫與生命之痛。FM,we are the difference. More to read,文字的世界。
0: 用心 of Words 以及调整过后再次渴望的复杂的心路历程 我給大家選讀瓦爾登湖當中的一個節選片段。中文版本由清叢條編的主持人念西為寧朗讀,由潘慶林翻譯。by Henry David Thoreau.
1: 瓦尔登湖, 亨利, 戴维,
0: I have frequently seen a poet withdraw having enjoyed the most valuable part of a farm, while the crusty farmer supposed that he had got a few wild apples only. Why? The owner does not know it for many years when a poet has put his farm in rhyme. The most admirable kind of invisible fence has fairly impounded it, milked it, skimmed it, and got all the cream, and left the farmer only the skimmed milk.
1: 我经常看到一个诗人, 欣赏了农场里令人叫绝的风景殊不知然后通通拿走
0: The real attractions of the Hollowell farm to me were Its complete retirement Being about two miles from the village Half a mile from the nearest neighbor And separated from the highway by a broad field Its bounding on the river Which the owner said Protected it by its fogs from frosts in the spring Though that was nothing to me the grey colour and ruinous state of the house and barn, and the dilapidated fences which put such an interval between me and the last occupant, the hollow and lichen-covered apple trees, gnawed by rabbits, showing what kind of neighbours I should have. But above all, the recollection I had of it from my earliest voyages up the river, when the house was concealed behind a dense grove of red maples, through which I heard the house dog bark
1: 依我看霍尔维尔乡间住宅的真正魅力离村子有两英里远霜洞也就不见了影子 不过,最主要的倒是我回忆起早岁素河而上时, I was in haste
0: to buy it, before the proprietor finished getting out some rocks, cutting down the hollow apple trees, and grabbing up some young birches which had sprung up in the pasture, or in short, had made any more of his improvements. To enjoy these advantages, I was ready to carry it on. Like Atlas, to take the world on my shoulders. I never heard what compensation he received for that, and do all those things which had no other motive or excuse but that I might pay for it and be unmolested in my possession of it. For I knew all the while that it would yield the most abundant crop of the kind I wanted, if I could only afford to let it alone. But
1: it turned out as I have said. 总之, 如同阿特拉斯一样把整个世界扛到我肩膀上
0: all that I could say then with respect to farming on a large scale, I have always cultivated a garden, was that I had had my seeds ready. Many think that seeds improve with age. I have no doubt that time discriminates between the good and the bad, and when at last I shall plant, I shall be less likely to be disappointed. But I would say to my fellows once for all, as long as possible, live free and uncommitted. It makes but little difference whether you are committed to a farm or the county
1: jail。因此有关大规模耕作一式, 我并不怀疑时间是能分得出好与坏的。到了最后, 我真的要下忠实, 我想,
0: Old Cuttle, whose darrer rustic is my cultivator, says, and the only translation I have seen makes sheer nonsense of the passage, When you think of getting a farm, turn it thus in your mind, not to buy greedily, nor spare your pangs to look at it, and do not think it enough to go round it once. The oftener you go there, the more it will please you, if it is good. I think I shall not buy greedily but go round and round it as long as I live, and be buried in it first, that it may please me the more at
1: last.老卡托,他的乡村片乃是我的栽培者。我见到他的唯一一本,把以下这段话件执意的不知所云。其实,他是这样说的。你想要购置一座农场,脑子里务必多想想,切莫及厚厚的就买下。也不要怕累,怕麻烦, 我想,
0: The present was my next experiment of this kind, which I purpose to describe more at length, for convenience putting the experience of two years into one. As I have said, I do not propose to write an ode to dejection, but to brag as lustily as Chanticleer in the morning, standing on his roost, if only to wake my neighbors up.
1: 现在谈的是我又一个这类实验。我打算描述得更加详尽。为了方便起见, 我把这两年的经验合二为一的来写。我已说过, 只要能唤醒我的左邻右舍就好。took up my abode in the
0: woods。"'began to spend my nights as well as days there, "'which by accident was on Independence Day or the 4th of July, 1845. "'My house was not finished for winter, "'but was merely a defence against the rain without plastering or chimney, "'the walls being of rough weather-stained boards with white chinks, "'which made it cool at night.' The upright white hewn studs and freshly plain door and window casings gave it a clean and airy look, especially in the morning, when its timbers were saturated with dew, so that I fancied that by noon some sweet gum would exude from them.
1: 我住进树林子的第一天, 也就是说开始日日夜夜地在树林子里过日子, 当时我的房子还没有竣工 自然抵御不了严冬, 特别是大清早,木头都吸足了露水,我不由得浮想连篇。To
0: my imagination, it retained throughout the day more or less of this auroral character, reminding me of a certain house on the mountain which I had visited a year before. This was an airy and unplastered cabin, fit to entertain a travelling god, and where a goddess might trail her garments. The winds which passed over my dwelling were such as sweep over the ridges of mountains, bearing the broken strings, or celestial parts only, of telestial music. The morning wind forever blows, the poem of creation is uninterrupted, but few are the years that hear it. Olympus is but the outside of the earth everywhere.
1: 在我的想象之中 屋子里整整一天, 有如横扫山起的风
0: Warden by Henry David Thoreau. I have frequently seen a poet withdraw, having enjoyed the most valuable part of a farm, while the crusty farmer supposed that he had got a few wild apples only. Why? The owner does not know it for many years when a poet has put his farm in rhyme. The most admirable kind of invisible fence has fairly impounded it, milked it, skimmed it, and got all the cream, and left the farmer only the skimmed milk. The real attractions of the Hollowell Farm, to me, were its complete retirement, being about two miles from the village, half a mile from the nearest neighbour, and separated from the highway by a broad field. Its bounding on the river, which the owner said protected it by its fogs from frosts in the spring, though that was nothing to me. The grey colour and ruinous state of the house and barn, and the dilapidated fences which put such an interval between me and the last occupant, The hollow and lichen-covered apple trees, gnawed by rabbits, showing what kind of neighbours I should have. But above all, the recollection I had of it from my earliest voyages up the river, when the house was concealed behind a dense grove of red maples, through which I heard the house dog bark. I was in haste to buy it, before the proprietor finished getting out some rocks. Cutting down the hollow apple trees and grubbing up some young birches which had sprung up in the pasture, or in short, had made any more of his improvements. To enjoy these advantages, I was ready to carry it on. Like Atlas, to take the world on my shoulders. I never heard what compensation he received for that, and do all those things which had no other motive or excuse but that I might pay for it and be unmolested in my possession of it, for I knew all the while that it would yield the most abundant crop of the kind I wanted, if I could only afford to let it alone. But it turned out as I have said. All that I could say then with respect to farming on a large scale, I have always cultivated a garden, was that I had had my seeds ready. Many think that seeds improve with age. I have no doubt that time discriminates between the good and the bad. And when at last I shall plant, I shall be less likely to be disappointed. But I would say to my fellows, once for all, as long as possible, live free and uncommitted. It makes but little difference whether you are committed to a farm or the county jail. Old Cotto, whose dera rustic is my cultivator, says, and the only translation I have seen makes sheer nonsense of the passage, When you think of getting a farm, turn it thus in your mind, not to buy greedily, nor spare your pangs to look at it, and do not think it enough to go round it once. The oftener you go there, the more it will please you, if it is good. I think I shall not buy greedily but go round and round it as long as I live, and be buried in it first, that it may please me the more at last. The present was my next experiment of this kind, which I purpose to describe more at length, for convenience putting the experience of two years into one. As I have said, I do not propose to write an ode to dejection, but to brag as lustily as chanticleer in the morning. Standing on its roost, if only to wake my neighbours up. When first I took up my abode in the woods, Began to spend my nights as well as days there, Which by accident was on Independence Day, or the 4th of July, 1845. My house was not finished for winter, But was merely a defence against the rain, without plastering or chimney, The walls being of rough, weather stained boards with white chains, which made it cool at night. The upright white hewn studs and freshly plain door and window casings gave it a clean and airy look, especially in the morning, when its timbers were saturated with dew, so that I fancied that by noon some sweet gum would exude from them. To my imagination, it retained throughout the day more or less of this auroral character. Reminding me of a certain house on a mountain which I had visited a year before. This was an airy and unplastered cabin, fit to entertain a travelling god, and where a goddess might trail her garments. The winds which passed over my dwelling were such as sweep over the ridges of mountains, bearing the broken strings, or celestial parts only, of telestial music. The morning wind forever blows The poem of creation is uninterrupted. But few are the years that hear it. Olympus is but the outside of the earth everywhere. 感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目